This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. This week's special episodes live from Miami Super Bowl 54 are brought to you by none other than our great sponsor, QuickTrack, the easiest way to create and sign a contract all from your mobile device. Well, if you haven't figured it out already, I am here in Miami, Florida, ready to watch the Chiefs and Niners go head-to-head this Sunday for Super Bowl 54. Wow, it has just been a whirlwind of a week. Um, Last night, I was able to attend the Giving Gracefully Awards, and just the most incredible people were honored last night. It is such a wonderful ceremony put on every year by Kimberly Haynes, who is a sports and entertainment attorney. She's just a wonderful woman, so passionate about giving back to her community. Um, she just honored some of the most incredible people. But one local standout that I had so much fun talking to last night was Nat Moore. You know him on the field. I mean, he's a legend here in Miami. Dolphins fans can't get enough of him. He's a Miami native, standout at the University of Florida, and played 13 years in the league for the Dolphins. He broke almost every career receiving record for the team and was the all-time leading Dolphins receiver until 1991. So, of course, all that's great, but what's really earned Nat the wonderful reputation that he has is his charitable efforts. He gives back to his community. He gives back to South Florida, where he grew up. He went to Miami Edison High School. He's super passionate about giving back to the children in his community, and especially programs that are low on funding. He was the 1984 NFL Man of the Year, so if that's saying something he was the 1984 nfl man of the year and that's pretty much the biggest honor that you could get uh year after year besides mvp um what an incredible honor for this guy in 1998 he founded the natmore foundation um, to support children oriented groups that don't have the funding uh, for the platforms and for their missions so excited to bring you Nat Moore today we didn't get to talk too much about his efforts off the field but we're going to bring you a little bit of his speech last night and then talk a little bit about what it means to Miami to have Super Bowl 11 number 11 here in Miami so here's Nat Okay, so um, first off, what does it mean to you to have the Super Bowl in Miami, a place where you are a legend? Well, it's not about me. It's not about me being a legend. Uh, I grew up here in Miami, but Miami has always been the place for Super Bowls. If you think about Super Bowls, two and three was here, five was here. So three of the first five was in Miami. So for us now to host the record-breaking 11th Super Bowl in 54, is only fitting and uh, I don't think there's a better place I don't think fans can have more fun than coming to South Florida where you got the the beaches you got boating you got golf you got everything and uh, if you like basketball you can even go watch the heat play so this is a community that's thriving and uh, each and every time our visitors come to our shores they see more about what Miami or should I say South Florida has to offer and it's not too bad to spend the Super Bowl in a warmer environment rather than Minnesota or something, right? Well, you know what? I, I will never knock Minnesota. You know, they've hosted the game twice, and they did a real good job. Uh, Detroit, I can say they had problems, all right? 
But realistically, fans want to go somewhere where they can enjoy themselves. Um, they can entertain their clients and their customers uh, and spend their money and get a benefit out of it. And South Florida offers all those opportunities. I mean, the weather is perfect. I mean, even, you know, as much as we got uh, hit in the head for 2007 when it rained, what was more perfect than to have Prince singing Purple Rain in the rain? So everything is fitting. And you've had some pretty iconic Super Bowl MVPs, to name a few. Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. I mean, there are so many guys on that list. Who do you think is going to take it this year? <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm an AFC guy. So, of course, I'll be rooting for Kansas City. But, you know, when you think of Nick Boza, who's a local kid from Fort Lauderdale, you think of Sam Madison, who's coaching and played for the Dolphins, but he's coaching for Kansas City. And then we got Williams, that is also the running back. So there's a lot of Miami in that game, or should I say South Florida. But uh, I truly believe this is uh, uh, finally when the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs get over the hump. I agree. It's Andy Reid's time, don't you think? I think Andy has uh, has been one of the great coaches in NFL history. Uh, he's been to the NFC Championship game four times. Uh, he's uh, now in his second Super Bowl, and it would be perfect for him to finally get that victory. And with the Dolphins' struggles this year, I mean, what a 2019 woe of a season um, but to go out on a Super Bowl year I mean it's a much more positive way for the community to kind of end the season in a sense right well well let's let's talk Dolphins first all right you know and then we'll come back to Super That's a Bowl painful way. but when you think about the Dolphins and their 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 want to change the culture uh, we no longer have a bunch of superstars that will tell you when they're going to play. Right. We now have guys that come in with a hard hat. They work very hard. You know, the first seven games, we struggled. We won five of the last nine. It could have been six if it wasn't for a call with no stars. Guys working hard, believing in the system, believing in Brian Flores and Chris Greer. And guess what? This year, we got 14 draft picks to go with those guys. So we got a chance to build this team in a hurry the right way where they will be able to compete for years to come. And then we start talking Super Bowls. It's great to have the Super Bowl here for the 11th year, but we want to get to the point where we're competing. The Miami Dolphins are playing in the Super Bowl, and that's what we're striving for. So what does this draft class for 2020 look like? What's the biggest hole you need to fill? Well, you know, uh, the one thing I've learned through the years is never on microphone to say what the general manager or the head coach should do. Uh, I trust in Chris Greer. I trust in Brian Flores that they're going to go and find the pieces that we need to find. Not look for a quick fix, but look at it over time so that all of a sudden the Miami Dolphins are one of those competing teams year after year after year, the way it used to be in the 70s and 80s. Exactly. I love it. Back to the legacy. What does it mean to be your brother's keeper? Well, you know, the, the difference is, is I've not seen one individual that's been successful by themselves. There was always somebody that motivated you, helped you, trained you, coached you to be who you are. You know, whether it's successful or whether it's a failure. The difference is I had a lot of successful people in my life that helped me become who I am today. And I would be less than a man if I didn't pay it forward. I love that. Well, thanks so much for joining us and um, congratulations on tonight. Have fun. Well, thank you.
First, um, let me say uh, thank you to all the people that uh, tricked me into doing this, starting with Christy. Um, I want to say congratulations to all the honorees. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old has-been that was blessed early in my life. I'm a native Miamian. There's not one person in this room, not one, that is successful by themselves. Someone influenced you one way or another. And throughout my life, I've had a lot of people that sort of guided me and helped me. I also had a lot of people that helped me go the wrong way because, you know, I wasn't no damn angel. I got in a lot of trouble early on. But the difference is, at some point, you get it. But when the good Lord gives you a platform and you do nothing with it, there's something wrong. And for a guy that uh, grew up in South Florida, uh, was fortunate enough to get lucky and uh, play college football and eventually make it to the NFL and not do anything with that platform would have been a travesty. I mean, I had a, a junior high school coach got me skipping class and threw me up against that wall and told me he wasn't going to let me fail. I never forgot that. You know, when I think about all the things that we're able to do as a group, as a body, it's because of others. You know, I got Jesse Barks here from the Dolphins. Um, he's a former UM employee. I'm a Gator, I hate them damn hurricanes. I'm still a Gator first. There's a reason we kept saying, let's go Gators. Oh, you're a UM fan. You cannot talk again till 24. You just got whooped. You can't talk again till 24. Shut up. But in all seriousness, tonight is a great night. And, um, you know, when you think about changing lives and you think about what a difference we can make in other folks' lives and how people affected us, it's the right thing to do. I want to acknowledge my wife because I sat at a table and my wife of almost 45 years, she put up with me. To this day, I don't know how the hell she did it. I'm gonna be honest, because women are strong. And uh, you know, it's been, it's been kind of interesting tonight, you know, because I'm looking at all these award winners and me and my wife just, just sort of checking them off. Damn, the men showed up. All the beautiful women showed up and told you how it's done. And I'm like, I didn't get the memo, baby, because I wouldn't have been here either. I, I, I'm being embarrassed here, right? But in all seriousness, tonight's all about giving. It's all about changing lives, about making a difference. And my hat's off to all of these folks that make it happen. Because in the end, that's what we're put here for. That's why we're giving these opportunities. When the good Lord bless you with talent, grace, and money, why you? If you do nothing with it, 
I'm a kid that came from a very poor background that uh, I cut yards as a kid and um, ranked balls in a pool hall. But somehow the Lord saw an opportunity for me to be, to be special. And he gave me athletic talent. And ironically, um, I'm going to an event in a couple nights from now that it makes me so proud to be a member of the Miami Dolphins. And they're honoring our CEO at the Fritz Pollard event. Because when you look at the Miami Dolphins versus the 1960s and early 70s, we have a African-American coach, African-American GM, general counsel, and then this other guy, he got so many jobs, I don't know what the hell they do, but he showed up again tonight, Mr. Jason Jenkins, yeah. and communications and everything else. And of course, I get to top it off as the, uh, believe it or not, the first African-American senior vice president for the Miami Dolphins. So when they look at the Miami Dolphins, they look at Steve Ross, they look at Tom Zarkin, and where the Miami Dolphins have evolved and what we do in the South Florida community to enrich the lives of our young people, it makes me proud to be a Miami Dolphin. Now, when we get on the field, there's another story, but we're working toward it. You know, we're getting there, you know? I mean, this is our 11th Super Bowl to be held here in Miami. So it shows you what a great community South Florida is. It's a record number, 11 years. Now here's the funny part, because Y'all are young. I'm that old guy. And I'm like, so what? Hell, three of the first five was held here too. Super Bowl two, Super Bowl three, and Super Bowl five is in Miami. So it shows you what South Florida is. And the more we do to embrace our young people, get them prepared for the future, the more things we will do. Because South Florida is based off two things. And it's not football. <laughs> it is tourism and construction. Tourism and construction. And they both create jobs, create opportunities for our young people to be successful and build a good life. So when you look at where we're going and the events and all the things that are coming here, it is a honor to be a part of making sure that our young people have the tools and the knowledge to compete, to be great at whatever their endeavor are. You know, my endowment fund is not about me. It's about giving young people for the rest of their, our, our lives and for the future an opportunity to reach their dreams and their goals. And if it wasn't about that, none of us would be here. None of us will be here. So I just encourage everybody to continue to keep up the fight, continue to work hard, continue to do the things that will help young people and encourage them to want to be great, to want to be the best. You know, as a football player, I wanted to be good 
as a basketball player, shit, I wanted to be great. And then I figured out I was short. I better go back to football and just be great at that. So thank y'all very much, and it's been an honor. Well, the whole rest of the week, we will be bringing you amazing guests live here from Super Bowl 54. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at After Orange Slices so you can see who's coming up next. 